From the newsroom at news.com.au. Hi, I'm Lexi Cartwright and this is the latest from the newsroom. It's Monday the 1st of February. Prime Minister Scott Morrison has announced the federal government will pledge another $1.9 billion in new spending today to help roll out the COVID-19 vaccine. In one of the largest logistics exercises ever seen in our history, the PM outlined a new blueprint to suppress the virus and deliver the jab after securing over 140 million doses. Here he is. Our aim is to offer all Australians the opportunity to be vaccinated by October of this year. Now, the strategy is backed by an initial allocation of around $1.9 billion in new support for the vaccine rollout. Now, that's on top of the more than $4.4 billion allocated for vaccine purchases, medical research and support for our partner countries. It's a big job. The announcement boosts the Australian government's total support for COVID-19 vaccines and treatments to $6.3 billion. Over to Western Australia now, and there are fears the virus could spread at a quicker rate than expected, given the state's inexperience with handling outbreaks. WA had almost gone a whole year without a single case of coronavirus when a hotel security guard tested positive over the weekend. He visited a number of locations in Perth while he was unknowingly infected. Professor and epidemiologist Nancy Baxter issued a rather grim warning to WA residents. When we look at Western Australia, it's tremendous. They've had 10 months without any community spread. But given that, their society is pretty free in terms of the ability of people to mix, the fact that they're kind of living their lives as if COVID didn't exist. So now when you have someone who may have been in the community for four to five days uh, in an infectious state, um, it's possible that the virus has spread widely. The state has just begun a strict five-day lockdown. Overseas now in Myanmar leader Aung San Suu Kyi has reportedly been detained along with other senior officials following a military coup. A spokesperson said Suu Kyi, President Win Min and other officials have been taken in the early hours of Monday morning. All communications to Nipidor, Myanmar's capital, also appear to have been cut off. The news comes after Suu Kyi's party secured a landslide victory in November with the country's new parliament supposed to meet for the first time today. We'll take a break. Hey, I'm Felicity Harley and I host Healthy-ish, where we chat to experts, influencers and people in the know from around the globe to arm you with the knowledge to make healthier decisions for your mind, body and soul. I think if we're going to be focusing on health, like sleep is probably the biggest component of that. I I think sleep is the cornerstone. Like choose the harder option because I've never woken up and gone, I regret that run that I went at 4am. I've never done that. Search for Healthy-ish and Extra Healthy-ish wherever you get your podcasts. All right, to some showbiz now. And Meghan Markle has issued a rather rare and extraordinary statement after reports she officially removed her first and second name from her son's birth certificate. A copy of Archie's birth papers, which emerged over the weekend, revealed that the Duchess's birth name, Rachel Meghan, had been removed in favour of Her Royal Highness the Duchess of Sussex a month after his birth in 2019. But a spokesperson for Meghan blamed the palace for the edit, saying the change of name on public documents in 2019 was dictated by the palace. This was not requested by Meghan, the Duchess of Sussex, nor the Duke of Sussex. 
Finishing with sport and Tennis Australia Chief Executive Craig Tiley has spilled tea on the most bizarre requests received from tennis stars in hotel quarantine. Now, several of the biggest names in the game, including Serena Williams and Novak Djokovic, haven't been the biggest fans of having to spend two weeks in lockdown ahead of the Australian Open. The most bizarre request was uh, for a kitten um, uh, in the lockdown room. And, uh, so Did we you had... offer any other animal alternatives? Or... No, they're puppies. There have, been, there have been some dogs. And then there was someone I think was taking a joke with us about would there be a way to get some animals and indigenous to Australia um, in there as well. So, uh, but uh, platypus or two. Platypus Cuddle up with a koala in bed in hotel quarantine. <laughs> there were a few times I wouldn't mind putting a boxing kangaroo in there. <laughs> That's it for this episode of From the Newsroom. We'll be back with another update in the morning. Your headlines from news.com.au. The podcast Faith on Trial looks into Hillsong, both in Australia and the U.S., and takes both the listener and hosts on unexpected twists and turns in the story of Brian Houston and the singing preachers. There are two incidents involving Pastor Brian. The Australian journalists uncovered a litany of alleged criminal behavior in the megachurch. Financial gifts were being given to the leaders of the church. Listen to Faith on Trial Hillsong ad-free on Crimex Plus us on Apple Podcasts today or wherever you get your podcasts.